With us today is Keith Banks, Vice Chairman of Bank of America and Chief Investment Officer for Pensions and Benefits. Uh, good morning, Mr. Banks. How are you this morning? Doing great, John. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, there's so much confusion in, in America, in the world, on the economy. Uh, it seems like there's a struggle uh, of which way it's going to go. Uh, give us your, your feelings or the feelings of your bank. So we've been of the view that we're, as we entered 2023, we're moving further into the late phase of the economic cycle. Now, what that meant to us was you would see a deceleration of growth in the economy, especially given the rate increases that the Fed is putting in place, and that we would see uh, an ultimate recession, not a deep recession, but probably three quarters of negative growth. Uh, we originally believed that would happen last year. Uh, we have now pushed that forecast out for the, the recession to begin in the third quarter of this year. So third quarter, fourth quarter, first quarter, negative growth. Now, what does it mean to the average consumer that wants to buy a house, for instance? Uh, you know, uh, because of the high interest rates on mortgages, uh, uh, housing is down. Uh, new, uh, why would I buy a house and pay 6.5%, when last year my, uh, my friend bought it for, for 3%? What say you? Well, that's one of the reasons why the, the housing market has softened. So part of how the Federal Reserve impacts the economy is through higher rates and then segments of the economy that are sensitive to higher rates. <clears throat> and you gave a great example of being housing. So as mortgage rates move up, affordability comes down, and people either stop buying homes, pause in buying homes, or are willing to pay less for that home. And we're seeing that right now. Uh, the consumer is still in good shape. Quite frankly, John, one of the surprises for um, the economy being as resilient as it's been and why the recession has been pushed off the way it has is the consumer. So just think about this. Um, if you look last year in 2022, 4.8 million jobs were, I call it recreated. These were jobs that went away during COVID that came back. But nonetheless, 4.8 million people are working again. In January, 517,000 people came into the workforce, uh, got jobs. And on top of that, you've got at least half of the states in the U.S. this year are increasing the minimum wage. You've got, because of all the stimulus the government did, individuals, we, we look at our checking and deposit balances at Bank of America, every income cohort from the lowest to the highest have deposit and checking balances above where they were in 2019. And very importantly, we just saw an 8.7% increase in Social Security, and that affects 70 million people. So the, the consumer is actually very flush right now. And since our economy is driven, two-thirds of our economic activity is driven by you and I spending money, consumers, uh, it is keeping the economy stronger for longer. And because of that, we think the Fed has to take more action. There seems to be a struggle between Russia and Saudi Arabia and OPEC countries. They want higher crude rates, $100 a barrel they would like, versus America. We're down to 73, 74 right now, and our economy can get better on 73, 74 versus going back to 100. What, what say you? Oil is a, obviously a very important um, 
you know, something we use directly. Uh, we fill our gas tanks up when we get heating oil, gas, uh, and, and also it's a raw material for a lot of the businesses use it as a raw material. So the, the level of oil prices makes a big difference to economic activity and also the discretionary spending that consumers are able to do. If you're spending a lot of money on, on gasoline and heating your home, it gives you less to spend on other things. Uh, we think ultimately the supply-demand dynamics are, are going to be tight. So we think over time we expect oil prices to continue to move up. You know, some things have been done um, to, to mitigate some of that, like releasing some of the strategic petroleum reserves. Um, and, and with the economy slowing somewhat, that's taken some of the pressure off of oil prices. But we think over time they'll work their way back up. Are the CEOs, uh, have most of them been smart enough to deal with uh, what, what, what's going on between inflation, price increases, uh, to be able to uh, make sure their, their company is uh, do, making the earnings they should be? We think some CEOs have been proactive. We think others are behind the curve. So if you look at earnings in aggregate for the S&P 500, so the biggest uh, companies in the, in the country, our, um, our economists are forecasting $200 of aggregate earnings from that population of companies. The consensus is 224. So we're more negative. And the reason we're more negative is because you know, inflation in some ways is a difficult thing, especially for you and I trying to go out and buy the goods that we buy. But for companies, what that means when there's inflation, they can, companies have pricing power. They can raise prices. When companies raise prices and have reasonable unit volume, that means their revenue is going up fast. When the revenue grows up fast and costs are relatively flat or up, slight, or, or up less, they make more money. What we think is going to happen as the Fed continues to raise interest rates, the economy begins to slow further and ultimately goes into a recession, revenue is going to begin to go down faster. And for those companies that did not cut costs quickly enough or proactively enough, they're going to see their profit margins get squeezed, become smaller, and as a result, their earnings are going to come down. We think that process is really, we're still in the midst of that process, which is why we think the forecast for earnings out there uh, in general is too high. As it adjusts lower, we think that's also going to create a better opportunity to get into the stock market to buy equities at cheaper prices. It's a complex equation between uh, corporate earnings, uh, interest rates continue to rise, price of oil going up or down, and uh, what the Fed is going to do. Uh, and uh, any uh, feeling, uh, is it going to happen sooner than later, or, or, or what, what say you? Well, what's going to be interesting is, you know, the, the market's been anticipating and hoping for what they call a Fed pivot uh, for a year now, right? Meaning that the Federal Reserve will stop raising rates and then at some point start to bring rates back down again. That wish was premature. And I think if you look at the recent inflation data, both the Consumer Price Index and the Producer Price Index, as well as the strong labor market that we're in the middle of, and I referenced some of the numbers before, uh, the Fed, we believe, is not only going to raise rates two more times, but we've actually added one more to our forecast. So, John, we're expecting three 25 basis points in increases in March, June, May. That means 75 basis points in total. 
And we think that will also, as those rates keep going higher, part of what the Federal Reserve is trying to do is slow demand. So supply and demand come more in balance. And I think they would like to see more slack in the labor market. We have a 3.4% unemployment rate. That's a 53-year low. And and I think part of the belief is until you get more slack in labor, wages stay elevated, and that drives costs for a lot of company, which leads to inflation. Uh, Keith Banks, Vice Chairman of Bank of America. We've got about a minute left. Uh, What would you like to tell all American consumers and all Americans? Well, you know, the thing that's, that's, you know, always interesting, and I always tell people, don't, don't bet against this great country. We've got a very strong consumer base. As I said before, that represents two-thirds of our economy. Uh, we have, uh, you know, I think a very responsible um, corporate America who are, are doing the right things. Uh, you know, as our CEO says, he's focused on profits and purpose. So we use capitalism to drive outcomes both you know, not only for our own company, but the communities where we live and, and serve. Um, you know, so I think there's a lot of good things going on. Cycles happen. If we go into a recession, we think it'll be a mild one. We'll come back out of it again, and that in turn will create an opportunity for individuals to get back in the stock market and hopefully make some money over the long term. Well, Keith Banks, uh, Vice Chairman of Bank of America, thank you so much for your input, and uh, God bless America. Thank you so much. Thank you, John.